It's insane. It is. Tennis is insane. Tennis is insane, but back in the studio, baby. <laughs> Big Sunday. Yeah. Happy weekend, baby. Good vibes over here. Coming off a couple interclub dubs. <laughs> I know you're feeling good, man. You're like, you come off the court and you're like, man, I should have beat this guy 6-0, 6-0. I gave him two games. I'm like, man, will you relax a little bit over there? I'm out here grinding out interclub third set super whatever those mini breakers are to five no edge scoring win by one the rules are a mess but um, yeah i don't like that like it it's only in the doubles they don't do that i always i always like to talk to the person right before the match starts and ask him like do you want to play normal tennis or yeah. do you want to play interclub rules because yeah. like every time i get the t- guys i promise we'll wrap this uh, tangent up real quick on interclub tennis but every time i get a text from the captain i'm like do i really want to go play Fake tennis for an hour and a half, uh, fun. I'll, 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 let's get it. But it's uh, I got yeah. I got so many gripes with winter club tennis, but it's all it's all fun. It's it's not that serious. It's great. So it's great. It's great stuff. And you get all that you get all that prize money. Get, yeah, the prize money is just yeah. Sick. You get that 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 coke at the end of your match. Oh, it's is, such a good coke. <laughs> such a good coke. Anyway, so hey, big weekend of, of tennis is uh, Rafa Nadal has just continued his hot streak. Through 2022, improving to 15 and 0, grabs his 91st title of his career, third title of of the season, and just looks vintage, Rafa. Yeah, uh, the king of clay, they call him, has not lost a match on a hard court this season, and it's been coming off the foot surgery. We talked about it on the last pod, but I mean, for him to come off foot surgery, put himself in Sydney, takes it, goes to the Australian Open, takes it, and then he enters Acapulco. I mean, obviously, it's an event that he's loved. He took it in 2020, uh, the last time they they held the event, and didn't drop a set that that time around. Doesn't drop a set this time around. Med, the, the Medvedev match, and then the Cam Nori match too, but the Medvedev match. Yeah, just I mean, beating Medvedev at just, the top of Medvedev's game, like just like that second set where Medvedev is just firing on all cylinders, and and the. I, in my opinion, like for I sure, thought, no, definitely. I thought that like Medvedev looked so good, and he just still like choked him out. Medi, Medi's legs did not look as fresh as I'm used to him seeing. Maybe uh, at least kind of watching him on a because he's usually one of the most fit guys on tour. Yeah, he didn't look like he had the the legs that we've normally seen him uh, kind of show and last in those 30, 40 ball rallies. But that says something about Rafa. The fact that Rafa is still taking guys' legs at I mean, yeah, it was like a repeat of what happened at the Australian Open, but he just—he's won it, five straight sets now. Instead of spot, yeah, instead of spotting Medi two set two sets in the beginning, he just kind of carried over his game plan, which worked so well the last three sets in Aussie, at the Aussie, and just did it in Mexico, and it was just like, I mean, Medi had no answers. I still think Medvedev needs to stop trying to like uh, drop shot him into the front corner like into his backhand because it's just not working mm. like someone should tell tell Medvedev <laughs> that so, no it's I think Medi was trying to mix it up is like he was figuring out that I mean every approach shot that Medi hit Rafa was sitting on it. yes he was I mean so Rafa knows his game plan he knows what he, and like Medi is just not that comfortable initiating pace yeah like, he was he, sitting on those though you're he, absolutely like that is spot on Rafa might have missed the approach shot or the, sorry the passing shot but every approach that Medi hit, 
Rafa had a chance, and like he was just guessing. I mean, he, it's not even guessing at that point. Yeah. He's just he's just anticipating where where Medi wants to go with every ball. Yeah. And I'm just like Rafa. This this is just this is some textbook stuff. So did Nadal win Adelaide? Or did he live? Well, he won, he Mel- won Melbourne. He won Sydney. 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 Yeah. So he's won Sydney, Australian Open, and, and now, now Acapulco. Acapulco. So that's so three three wins. The king of clay, they call him, is just making a push for world on world. a hard courts, baby. <laughs> and he's, I mean, so Met, so Medi just takes the world number one this uh, tomorrow. It'll actually go in. Yeah. Shout out to Medi for just pursuing his lifelong dream. I really liked his Instagram he put out today. Just like I, I like how transparent he's always been with fans and. He's he's not afraid to tell you how he feels, and I'm happy he's at world number one too. Like so, it's like eight thousand five hundred points. He's a hundred points ahead. Like it's like a legit world one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy for him. He's a great he's a great representative of the sport of tennis. Like I and it, to me, it's a bummer that he is not known. I feel like by casual fans yet at all. I mean, they, like I got oh, put I, know, up a, I put up a poll yeah. on my personal Instagram and. I was surprised, but like even college tennis players didn't know who he was. Didn't know who he was, and it's like that's, that's a bummer. Because he's, exactly. char- he's a character. He's got such good personality. He's like brings a bunch to the game. He, I mean that like that that alone is like it's just a breath of fresh air. With like he is just being himself. Like who would you rather watch right now? Like if he, if he's playing, it's a fair I, question. I'll watch him over like basically everybody. Me- Medi will not bore you. I mean, like he's di- he's not like a Nick Curious where he's just gonna go out and just do some goofy stuff. But like yeah. his antics and watching his like his wiry little backhands of firing down the line. It, yeah, like, like, I'll like, just watch that. Why? I'll, I'll gladly sit down on my couch <laughs> and watch that. <laughs> I just sit there and watch that. <laughs> I think that we got the a clip. shotgun hands or whatever you call it. No, the shotgun grip on shotgun the backhand. Grip. It's just like his the way he throws himself at a ball. It's just like. Yeah. To me, I mean, I wish he would start to figure out coming forward because it's obviously been a problem now for a minute, and he doesn't look to be wanting that ball any more than he did a, a year ago or two years ago, which I think is a problem. But yeah. outside of that, I mean, we're, 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 we're picking – I mean, we're trying hard to find kind of right. what we don't like about the guy. He's world. Medi is world-class, and his defense is world-class. Defense is world-class. It's world-class. I mean, That's his, why I his like serve him. Is, is – when he's in a rhythm serving, he is – on another level so don't on you the think, serve. Sorry. Don't you think that like kind of like go go against him in a little bit of a way cuz he's always kind of like he goats people into like attacking him and then his defense now he's world number 1. You can't really goat anybody. No, but I, and so this yeah, and I think you're right. Like he's done everything it takes to become the world number 1. He's put himself in a great position to do so and Rafa doesn't care. Like right. Rafa does not care. He's going to figure out a way that makes his point, the way the point is constructed, he's going to find the highest percentage play and attack it relentlessly yeah. for two hours. Man, after watching him in that second set, I can see why you're a fan. Like I would just because I mean, it was in, it was intense because he was he was defending against Medi. I thought yep. Medi was attacking and, and Medi was hitting lines and just. Medi was him, so mad he couldn't figure it out. Yeah, he couldn't figure it out. Pointing him out around. Just, the one the one game in particular was I think as at two three or three two Rafa on his serve. He was already up a break. They went to like twelve or fourteen deuces, and they were just drop shotting each other back and forth, ripping ball. I mean, it was just so fun to watch. And in the end, Rafa Nadal played the big points better and took the game. And eventually, I feel like that was that's that, the that, that was it. That's yeah. it. And like Muddy had chances, but he couldn't capitalize. The one shot that I remember, like it was like I, I remember in the moment, I was like, oh wow, like that's that's Rafa. He hits a slice back in against a big forehand from a big cross court forehand from Muddy. 
Then Medi goes back to that corner, another nasty slice backhand as Medi comes to the net behind it. Oh, yeah. And he spins that. He, he cuts that ball into the court from the, outside the doubles alley and finds a way to down the line to at Medi's feet. It was just like he almost felt Medi coming to the net and just was like, here, deal with this. A short pickup for you. And that's and as a guy that's not wanting to come forward in the beginning, like to begin with, Medi trying to pick that up, there was just no chance. And it's just like Rafa, just his problem solving and his competitive edge that he has continued to just sustain throughout a remarkable career, to me is the most impressive thing. And it's like, I, I, I just can't believe there's not more sports fans that are like talking about what this guy is doing. Yeah, right it's now. amazing. I mean, like if like if 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 a if an Tiger Woods is kind of like coming back, not the. Nadal's as old as Tiger Woods is, but it's like tennis. He's basically that old in golf. Exactly. Tennis is way more physical on on this guy's body. So much more physical. I I mean, mean, Tiger's hurting himself in other ways, but it's like as far as on torque on the body and like wear and tear. I mean, come on! Like what tennis is doing to just the aerobic, the component of just being—you have to be fighting against a nineteen-year-old like center who's like just like (laughs) zero body fat and just like can run all day because he hasn't realized that he's running that much yet. So sorry. No, so so Ralph is now fifteen and zero this year. He's seventy four and seventy three again after the win against um, Betty and Cam. He's seventy four and seventy three against top ten players on hard courts. Oh dang! So he's only in it, on top of that. So this is a, a that's a nice stat from Vanch V two K on Twitter. Yeah, that's give, cool. Give my guy a follow. Puts out awesome stats after these matches. But so he's. Oh, this is the other stat that I found remarkable. Only five players in the open era have a winning percentage of 50% or higher on all three surfaces. The big three, Boris Becker, Daniil, nice. Daniil Medvedev. What? So, isn't that, I mean, that's ridiculous. Boris, wow. Five players in even the open on era. The, even on clay, Medvedev's that, in there? That's where it blew me out of the, like, what, if Medi, like, I don't. He's a winning percentage. I guess on he, clay. He made a run last year, though. He, he did. Kinda, he, no, he, he kind of got it together a little bit from, I mean. Or not a, a run, but, like, better. He usually hates clay. He's. I think he's always gonna hate Clay. I mean, I I love his commentary on it and how open he is and like how he dislikes it. I think that's just phenomenal stuff. How he says it's like what pigs play in or whatever. It's for cows. That's just. I mean, I'm I'm here for all of that. So good. we're going. Rublev captures his second straight title. Uh, he goes to the finals in Rotterdam, eventually losing to Felix. Or sorry, the semifinals. Then he goes and wins the final in Marseille. Then he the 250 event, and then he comes in to Dubai in. I mean, what I mean for him to kind of carry over some energy, and I, I thought it was gonna, yeah. he was going to have some some heavy legs. Takes out Hercotch in a, a amazing three set match. I mean, yeah. that was a fu- that match was a lot of fun to watch. And then he goes and takes out Vesely, who's I mean the, maybe one of the breakout players of, of the week. I mean, no doubt the breakout player. He just took down Novak. He took down B- Batista Agut, then Novak, then Shapovalov to get to the final. Mind mind blowing. The le- the big lefty six six from Czech Republic. Well, and then the, the Djokovic match too is just such a like um, he looked like he had just game planned somehow. That, Shout out to Lotto, <clears throat> totally big, big week for Lotto. That, okay, yeah, he's a Lotto guy. Yeah, um, but he was standing in the center of court on Djokovic and like just kind of put him in a place where it's just like he felt like he just knew where Djokovic was going. Yep. You know, and I told him like that final match against Rublev, I was 
thinking that he was just going to dominate Andre Rublev and then just the other thing. But he happened. was trying, like against Novak, the forehand that he was able to work outside the outer third of the court, that short angle forehand, and then he's the backhand was big. I mean, he's coming to the net, very comfortable. The big fella can is light on his feet, got good hands. Yeah. I, you, I mean, you, you said that Djokovic doesn't like lefties. Yeah, he's lost 39 times against lefties, and I mean, 28 of them are against Rafa, so that's fair. But then he's he's got a losing. He's 0 2 now against Vesely. He's yep. dropped one to like Jurgen. He's dropped him like Jurgen Velt, like Melser and Feliciano, like guys that you just wouldn't typically think would give Rafa Andy or Roddick. Novak problems. Would give Novak problems. Yeah, Roddick. <laughs> Roddick's a, the big right-handed uh, <laughs> serve bot, but um, no, Roddick is. Five and four against him, which is also just a crazy. Curi- stat. Curious. Yep, Curious is two. What? Three, I think two, two and one, three and one, or three and zero. Three and zero. No, is he three and zero? Maybe. I think it might be three and zero. I, I, I. Or two and zero. He's and definitely two and zero. I think he's two and zero. I mean, anyway, but like even big tall country, guys. But big tall guys. Big like, tall guys. Like Yuri Vesely, though, have given him problems. Yeah. Ivo Karlovich was another guy that had a winning percentage over him, but that's just like Vesely breaks out. Then he takes down Shapovalov. Gets to the final against Rublev, but Rublev is just—he's smoking the freaking forehand. He he's is just swinging a hundred percent out of his shoes yep. and finding lines, and he's—he's he's finding lines way too often. It's the with time that ball. of year. It's like, this is the time of year when Rublev dominates. Like when he true. last year he beat he won Rotterdam, and then the, this year is just—he this is right at the same time. I, he didn't win Rotterdam, but so that's his tenth title yep. uh, of his career. The the Hercotch match I found to be very interesting is like. This was shout out to Bar- Bartek Washuk, f- f- my, the, the Polish kid Heck that yeah. we that, that we uh, we've taken him in, baby. And he's he's like, a Cincinnati. He's kid. a Cincinnati kid now. So yeah. we, po- I, we'll, I mean, he's from he, Poland. He's from Poland, but he's a Cincinnati kid. <laughs> yes, so, he is. So no, Bartek was like, I think I think Hubie might win this tournament in Dubai. He's like, I think he's gonna take Dubai. I'm like, I I haven't seen him have that level in a little bit of time. He goes, just watch. He had his chances against yeah. Rublev, but my thing with Hercotch, like. You cannot step off the gas pedal when you're. I six, don't know six. what it was with like with with Rublev. He just like Rublev would just kind of paint these like cross quarters that I thought like Hercots with that length could just come in and take him away. But it must be like Rublev's just hitting the ball so so hard because he's he's hitting it on these angles so hard through like Hercots, and then he hit through Vesely basically the exact same strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, one's left-handed, one's not. Mm-hmm. But like, it was the same. It was the same angle. But uh, he, he for sure, and he played great tennis. But the thing with like me is like, Hercotch, you gotta hit the forehand. You cannot be playing defensively, slicing balls yeah. that often deep behind the baseline when you're when you have like he he can hit the ball big. I don't know what it's gonna take for him to start laying like get some body weight behind the ball, step in, take some chances, go down the line. It's I, he just likes yep. to play. He looks. More yeah. comfortable playing defense. His he, well, he got some flashier shorts though. He looked a little flashier. I thought you would <laughs> like that. Team Yonix is is decking him out. He looks good. You no, know, I'm a fan of her, of her guy. She seems like a great guy, but I I just can't. I don't believe in him until as as far as like a Grand Slam contender until he starts to work the ball with more pace and step in more often and take more chances. It's like when you play against top ten guys, you cannot play that defensive tactic as much as he That's likes to I go feel to. Like, I, I've, I feel the same way about, and cl- clearly I've not seen as much tennis as you, but I feel the same way with, like, big guys, like Opelka, too. It's like, step on the gas, come in, like, show your size, yep. and just, I feel like they would have a better shot, especially against a Rublev, 
where you're like you can't get beat off the court by 160 pound dude. Yep. No, exactly. He's, he's literally like 165 pounds. Like he's tiny. Like Rublev's yeah. not a big guy. But he's not. Right, but he, he hits bigger balls than Hercots does. For sure he does. That's the thing. Is that that blows my mind? Is he's like Hercots is six six, probably weighs one eighty five, one ninety. I don't. Maybe he's more. But then it's like Rublev is six two, one sixty five. Yeah. One, like dripping wet probably. It's like and he's out. He's out hitting him from the back of the baseline on those weird angles too. Like exactly. Cut, yeah. cut corner. One thing we learned, we talked we talked about on the court the other day was like I learned something from Rublev's return this this past tournament. I was just dialed into what he's been doing the last two weeks and watching him return serves against these guys that are bringing gas. He's got the left hand on the throat of the racket a little bit. Like I mean, you you, you also see Karatsev do it. Karatsev totally does a little, it. That's that's his return. Uh, how he starts off is just very odd looking to me. But Rublev is more relaxed and he's got that. But but he's got his left hand up on it. Backhand, he slides down, grips and rips. Forehand, yeah. he just drops. Karatsev's like almost like a ninety degree angle. Like his his hand sticking out in the in the and the clubs like straight up. Yep. yep. Like you're right. Like Rublev is doing the same thing with the fingers, like up on the top of the frame, but just like it's just angled. It seems more relaxed. And I think that's so for me. I'm, people always ask me like, "Are you going backhand grip when you grip the racket, or are you holding forehand grip?" And it's like, most of the time, I feel like I'm anticipating where they're trying to go on the serve. So I'm either holding it if I feel like they're going T on deuce court. I'm holding the backhand grip. If I feel and, like they're going wide, I'm holding the forehand grip. Or if they're just going 120 on me, I'm just going to hold continental grip punch. and I'm going to I'm just going to punch one back. You just need to hit straight as hard as you can right at people right down the middle. I just because so, that is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I think I'm changing. I think I'm changing sticks. Are you? I I, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to do it yet. He's had up. the same racket since he was 10. And so to leave the Bablat Piero family would be uh, <laughs> would be a big change, but the Yonex E Zone is. I'm using the 98 right now. Which did you use today? The Ezo 98. And it even just, the whole match? Or did you switch? I lost the first two games, and a stick change Those came. The, that was the one I saw, because you, you had that yellow You blame your equipment beer. every time you get down. Absolutely. You yeah. blame the equipment. That's why when you're shopping all your equipment, shop at TennisPoint.com, and you can gladly blame all of your mistakes on the equipment. And that's why you should al- always get your strings a little different, too. So exactly. if you have the same racket, you can just say, I got to switch. It's just the wrong string, wrong wrong string, string tension. Against this guy. Against <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're uh, we're dead serious. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So I changed. So I changed to the E zone, and it was all. Of course, it was all mental. But it's like I finally started hitting the ball. And but the, I will say the ninety eight versus the hundred PRL like square head is it makes a difference a little. I mean, it does make a difference. I felt much more attached to the ball with the ninety eight, and I felt like I was able to have. The pure arrow is a lot of pop. Like you have yeah. to, contr- and you have to be very confident. Like I think a that fast the swing path. better for you. I just think I so. To, I, to use the pure arrow, you have to be in very aggressive um, swing path. Like you have to be ripping that thing over your shoulder because it's got so much power. You got to use the rackets. Yeah, kinda, it, to, that's to spin, to that's spin the ball weapon. back into the court. Yeah, yeah. The, the E zone, I control the ball off the string bed much cleaner, especially on the return when I'm blocking balls back. Like the slice, it, it's able that that racket for some reason, in my opinion, grips the ball so much better, and I can kind of throw the ball back to the baseline with just a nice continental grip slice. So you can grind them. So you got to grind them. Exactly. Babble is like yep. your twenty-year-old self, where you just killed mm-hmm. people off the court, smoke them off your serve. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna grind people with your fitness. And that's no. You think, know what I mean? You're right. And exactly, you gotta, I gotta start using legs. But I think the Yonix is also. I'm not really giving up much pop. Like, the Yonex E-Zone is oh, no. full of power. We're seeing Denis Shapovalov 
on the tour, he went from the the V core to the E zone. He said it's a little bit of an adjustment, but he's going through it because he he loves how his his ball is feeling off both wings with the E zone. So I thought that was interesting. Hercots is on the V or no, he's V core pro. V core pro, yep. But then yeah. you got Naomi Osaka's with the E zone. You got Casper Rude with the E zone. Yep. Lloyd Harris, Fuchovic, and yeah, last year the Kerber. Or no, Kerber's with the V core still. Really? Kerber's with the V core, I believe. I forget. I think I think we did a pod once last last year, and then we were talking about how Yonex had more people. You'd think that it'd be Wilson or Head, but it was like Yonex had all the all these dudes that were. What? And chicks that were just killing it. While we're on the topic of, of of equipment, we gotta just. Just go through the, some of Tennis Point's latest latest products that I think you guys would like checking out. The Wilson Clash V2 just dropped. I like I wasn't a big fan of the color wave of the last Clash to begin with. So if I'm out on the color, I usually don't even like I have to like what it looks agreed. like. So <laughs> maybe that's just me being whatever. But I just it has to. I have totally to, agree. It has to look cool. The new the, the new, new Clash looks badass. cool. Yeah, and I I demoed it the other day. It's. It's got solid flexibility. It's still stable on contact. Power's there. You like the feels. I'm, I'm a big fan of this new racket. The 45 technology that Wilson has implemented into this is, uh, you can I don't know maybe like it just feels like a much more player friendly racket. Uh, it's got a 16 percent larger sweet spot than the last version. Does it? Yeah. That's, how do they that, do that? That's the way, insane. It's mostly to do with the grommets. Uh, is how they set up like the string. Yeah. The string bed. But oh. also, like, yeah, it's like the, the way these rackets are being designed. Yonix does that too. Yonix, yeah, yeah. Yonix is their so their sweet spot across every um, collection, whether it's the V Core, V Core Pro, or E Zone, they're all seven percent bigger than than typical rackets because of how they have the straight line grommets. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I think I like got the Yonix V Core Pro because I was looking at when I came back, I was looking at like the like the images of the. Just the just the head, the like, it, like where they're drawing out the sweet spot, and uh-huh. Yonex's sweet spot was bigger. So I was just like, that's yep. the one for me. What string are you using in yours right now? Yonex. The Polytor Pro. Polytor Pro. I the, will like, say so. Green neon chartreuse one. Yep. Yep. And it's you, the best string ever. It really, I, I really do believe. I've been talking to a lot of players. I was surprised. I, on our Instagram story on Pure Tennis Podcast Instagram, I put up a. Uh, story for people to interact with was was like what string are you using and basically i was saying like just to see what these guys are using are you using poly or using natural gut and i was surprised to see how many people think string doesn't matter what yeah it's like these guys some of these guys got like they're like really good players and they're saying they were saying that it doesn't matter to them i'm like guys like this is what's touching the ball i i guess i've been more um, aware of the impact, like how much it's impacted by your st- the string type when I've started to kind of demo more of these rackets and strings. I almost say it's the opposite. I almost say the string matters it's, almost more than the stick. I think like because it, it's just it's. Like, yep. I've tried. Yep. I've tried this racket, which I still lo- I got the Babel the Babel lot the. Um, the what the, you trust out? Did you dry, oh, you trust out the strike or the drive? Uh, it was a the, the blue or the red and white. It was orange and it was like a poly. Oh, you're talking about the string. You're poly about, gut string. Okay, okay, you're talking about the string. Oh, the yeah, no, the I tried the drive racket. Okay, like yep. I love that racket. Yep. It's great. Yeah, you hit well with that one. But the um, the string, the the Babolat string versus the Yonex string. Yep. I thought the one the Yonex string is just way more. It can just last. But it just you were using RPM rough, I believe. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, RPM rough for sure. Which is on, uh, another string that I'm a no, big fan. You're absolutely right. You're totally right. That's exactly what I was using. So, I think while we're on that, real quick, we got. I'm, I'm kind of right now. Strings are my thing. It's like I've been <laughs> messing with strings a lot. I'm a polyester guy, so if you're a natural gut or synthetic gut or a multi-filament person, I'm sorry, but um, right are. now, my top three <laughs> strings, we the Pure Tennis Podcast, let's do a, a little ranking. All right. Like you said, Polytor Pro has got to be in there. That's the, like, just number one. I think that's, that's, I, I'm, this is. I'm no, never for, switching until I find something better. <laughs> for me, this is no order because I, I there's a, there's just three that I like a lot. So I'm going Polytor Pro, I'm going RPM Blast, and I'm going to go I'll go Polytor Rev. RPM Blast is awesome string, but it broke. These, yeah, these it don't does break. break. These does. don't break. Polytor Rev, eight-sided polyester, the bite that you can get on the ball totally. is incredible. And then, honorable mention, Selenko Hyper G is a, a string that I was kind of knocking for a little bit just as jokes because I think it's funny that every college player uses it. Yeah. And I tested it out. I awesome. like it. It's it, it is. It's like it's because it's not too stiff, which I, which I'm big on. You can feel the ball more than most polyesters that are just like, a, yeah. Way Does too it f- break though? Not any, more in my opinion. Any yeah, other. not any more than any other polyesters. But so no, I mean I, I'm I think it's a uh, it's a for the price point as well. It's it's a very solid string. Okay. So we we can keep we'll we'll get off the gear. As no, it's cool because I I'm just talking from an old person's perspective. Talk I, to me. I love the. What are you stringing out with now? What, what's your tension? Fifty uh, what? Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Wow, so you're tight. I'm sixty, but I'm like I, I'm trying to drop. I'm trying to get off sixty. Why? Because I think I don't know. If, people if, people if, are telling me I'm listening to people. I think that's my problem. People yeah, are don't like, listen to anybody. <laughs> that's like someone was telling me that you like, oh, string it down in the thirties. I'm, like, I'm not gonna do that. That's true. That's true though. I'm not gonna go in the. Th- I'm not gonna go anywhere near that. It's better for your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, lastly, if there's any women listening to this, be sure to check out our Lucky in Love giveaway. Three hundred dollars worth of gifts coming in. We got a landing page on there. Enter your email address. You guys get a chance to win an awesome. I mean, the collections right now from Lucky and Love, in my opinion, uh, are super clean. I mean, like Bethany Maddox Sands knows what she's doing. She's one of the most like she just takes chances, which I'm a fan of. She just she is who she is. She shows her personality with her line, and I'm I just think it's really dope. So check out the Lucky and Love giveaway. That's something that you guys um, we're trying to do more of that stuff, guys. We want to do like we're going to be getting with functional tennis. So you guys check out Functional Tennis on social media. We'll be doing like a string, the best string in the market right now, like a full draw, like we like we did with the shoes and the rackets. So I'm excited about that. Um, no, we also, we, so we are now part at Tennis Point. We now sponsor JJ Wolf. Shout out to the to, to the Wolf man. Big week for the for the kid in Acapulco. Yeah. Gets his first top 25 win. Gets three wins down there in Mexico. Takes out Seppi uh, in the first round. Takes out. Former, Three sets. Yep. Takes out former Grand Slams finalist Kevin Anderson. Stared down Titsy Pass. And then he then he takes <laughs> <laughs> then he takes down Lorenzo Sinego in a third set when he where he faced a match point in the second set. Just a huge win for the kid. I mean, for Wolf that to get that awesome. against Sinego. He needed that. He did exactly. He needed that. Coming off injury, where there was some like he like Wolf. There's no, like he was kind of questioning like if his body was kind of ready for that. And for him to kind of get a win that shows him that he belongs against these top players is is huge, and that kind of shows that 
proves to himself that the work he's been putting in on the on, on the practice courts is paying off and that he belongs. I mean, he played Tsitsipas uh, in the next round. I mean, it's Steph Tsitsipas. He's a top yeah. five player. Um, I think Wolf learned a lot from that match, even though it was what it was on the scoreline. I think it was 0-1. He's played Medvedev and Tsitsipas now. It, yeah, and I think like you can only in get that. better from those experiences. So, so for Wolf to, to have the week he had, I'm really happy for him. Me I too. think. Like he, he, We're he still just, pulling. We want him to win. For uh, for sure, we, yeah. I mean, if he's, so he's a Cincinnati kid. We're always going to root for him just just for that fact alone. But now that he's uh, Team Yellow, we're, we, we've got um, just we we got to see the tennis point logo as he can, moves around the, the country and around the world. I got to see it <laughs> everywhere. So we're going to be rooting on we're, we're, JJ Wolf and uh, all the Americans. Really, I mean, Tommy Paul is having a great start to his year. Just reached the career high ranking, number thirty nine. Pelka. Opelka just he reached his career high ranking at 18 this this past week. Fritz as well a new career high ranking this past week at 16. So the American tennis uh, players are they're having a good year so far. But everybody besides I mean Court has come out a little a little slow. But um, he needs to get some more energy in his in it, something. He seems something's like he's lacking just, with him. Man. And I, I'm bummed because I really was I, I still believe. In him. I think he's trying to play it just too like straight faced. Like mm-hmm. dude get 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 alive. Live yep. it, live it a little. Yep. And then Kozlov, I mean, we didn't touch on, we didn't get to touch on this yet, but the Kozlov Grigor Dimitrov match Ugh. and the drama that that entailed, I really hope the Netflix documentary team that is shooting this tennis content got whiff of that and and headed to those courts. But I know they're primarily focused on the top players, but the drama with the Kozlov oh, yeah. Grigor match and so, the classiness of like sportsmanship from Grigor is just, dude, come on. I mean, Grigor is the man. I right. how can you not right. like the guy? He's, he's, he's another so first off let's that's, a, that's the difference part of our sport is like you always think about the like people that hook you and cheat you and stuff but like there's tons of dudes that are just super cool that play tennis and well it's said. like you know what I mean well like said. you go into a match and like I was talking to my inner club buddy today and we were just just saying how there's the majority of tennis players are good people mm-hmm. and like I think mm-hmm. that that match was just amazing because it's like help the dude beat you <laughs> Like I'm gonna like work out your cramp so you can beat me, but like he probably doesn't care. Like now they're friends. Dude, that's that's a great segment just to go. It's, it's like I was I was thinking the same thing. Is like when I'm watching this match, watching Grigor go fix this guy's cramp. Yeah. Just so he can work him in the third <laughs> set was just like. Yeah, I know. I mean that's incredible. That's, incre- that's that's why we, this game is it's class. It is. It's class. It's class, and that's at the highest level where, where you're competing for for a paycheck, and this guy's down bad and. I mean, yeah, you could sit, sit on your side of the net and just say, are you okay? Yeah. But no, he doesn't just ask, are you okay? He goes over and stretches Kozlov out before the trainer yeah, here's, gets Here's there. something to help me. That's um, Exactly. That's um, I don't think that was talked about. That's amazing. But the whole drama, so the context was Kozlov loses in qualifying coming because he played eight matches in ten days. He's dead He's dead tired, loses in the first round. He's playing a, Rafa and him go to the practice courts while Rafa's getting ready for his oh, yeah. first round match. They're at three all in a practice set. And he says he had this weird feeling that like he needed to t- just go check his phone. It wasn't even time for a changeover. And he goes and checks his phone, and it's a text from the tournament director saying that Opelka has pulled out of the tournament. I, or I forget who his spot he took, but someone had pulled out the tournament. Like I, you're the great loser. You and, and you're the lucky loser. We need you to back in here in like yeah. 30, 40 minutes. So it's it's the one time that you're you're fine to tell Rafa that you got something else to do. You can't you can't finish out your practice <laughs> you. set. He goes, all right, I gotta See go play, Grigor. <laughs> Is that is that crazy or what? That's so he, crazy, and that's he, why he cramped up. He goes, oh, yeah, I mean, no, I think he was cramped up because he's just he just played, I mean, 
the eight greatest ma- player eight ever. matches in 10 days. I mean, right. he, was, he just played so much tennis. So he goes, he goes to the match and he's, he takes the first set. It was a weird, weird first set. Wild. I mean, Grigor was on his knees at one point at the Met, like, just like, what the heck is going on? Second set, he's up 5-3, I think. Starts cramping up, falls to the floor, catches himself, like, barrel, like, he just, like, roll. it was a barrel roll. He's done, like, you think he's done. He starts serving 30 miles an hour. Grigor goes from 5-3 down to a 7-5 set. Um, and then he, third set, it's like Kozlov just began getting his legs underneath him again. He works himself out of the, the cramp and comes up with a huge win. It's, Have you ever worked yourself out of a cramp? I've I, never done that. Like, I, I just, like, when I get the cramp, it lasts for a day. Like, for the fact that he can just work it out. That's amazing. I, it's facts, and I no, I, I don't think I have ever worked myself out of a cramp. I I've mean, never worked. You're, you're tight like, for the rest of the day. So to do that, yeah, and scrap like he did, and scrap, come up, and, and and come up with some of the shot making he did. Kozlov, he's great TV. His his style is super, just different. I don't know how to like what he does to kind of like Rafa said it best. Like you cannot fall into playing his style because he's very good at it. Like all the weird shots he, and awkward kind of places he puts you to make you come up with the goods. Um, Kozlov was, was a very entertaining this, the past few weeks here. So yeah. got a huge win. Ended up losing to Rafa like 0-3 or something. But, um, yeah, any any other takes away on the men's side of things the no. past few weeks? I mean, like Opelka, maybe we could talk about how, like, just he's, you know. How he's still 7 feet tall and moving remarkable, but people, like, including Riley himself, wants to just, like, kind of ride this hashtag servebot thing. I feel it's, like the It's serve- Riley's way of checking fans. Right. He's checking up on fans. Like, <laughs> like do you respect me? Because if you're going to, like, follow, like. I feel like he's, like, my favorite American right now. I'm pulling for I love Jensen Brooksby. I'm not, like, like still on Brooksby's, like, the uh, bandwagon. But like I like Opelka just because he's Opelka's giant equally as entertaining on Twitter. Giant Fila boots. (laughs) (laughs) No, the Fila kit right now that's going around with these guys. The Fila kits: Nakashima, Diego, Riley, and Sun uh, Sun Quan. These guys are rocking some fire kits. Fila tennis. I love how you just know all the dudes that are wearing Fila. I I, I got to man. This is the job. This is the job. This is what they. This is what they want me to do. Dude, so, if you have a question about who's wearing what, you yeah, just ask me. I hope I hope to know. I, like <laughs> I love getting tested when someone like on the course is like so like oh I know like if I don't know it, I'm kind of bummed. So I got I got to do your homework, guys. I, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> I um, like the gear. I like the gear. The so we got Riley World. Like I love watching Riley. People people say what they want. He's you just got to serve. You don't watch Riley Opelka if you say that. Yeah, no. Jensen he's, Brooksby. He's, he's a he's a full game. He's got the full game. How about the Brooksby versus Verev match? I know we, I know we lost, lost a tough one. This yeah. Was, I mean, that was just unbelievable tennis. And Brooksby, like, he believes in himself yeah. at, at some level that you just do not see from guys that, like, even from day, like, even when he had no, like, a year, like, starting from a year ago, you just saw it from him that, like, he believes in his skill set. Yep. And he's going to play his game, and it's going to, like. He's he, got a big, he's got a big window. He it, does. It's got to come. It, this year, I think, we'll, we'll see more Brooksby. I do. So Zverev takes that match, but then goes to the, to the double courts with his buddy Marcelo, his best friend Marcelo Mello. Hey, hey there was $4,000 on the line. In head tennis, man, <laughs> yeah. Is, is that facts? I, 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 bet, I bet you're right. It's probably close. It's close to it's that. It's close to that. So head tennis. break some guy's ankle for four grand. <laughs> I love our. I love our, the guys at head and what they do. for. I mean, the, the, what they've been putting out racket-wise is insane with how many silos they got out. But it has not been easy for those guys between what Novak had to go like well what 
I don't even know what to call that anymore. The, the whole saga with time Novak out. versus Australia, yeah. the whole timeout, <laughs> put him in the put him in the crate. Um, that whole situation is just like people. We, we literally were told. I, I mean, I don't know, but this is we're gonna put this in the pod. Like, <laughs> no, that's there, good. there was marketing meetings that were being held the that crate. said like you cannot talk about Novak Djokovic. Yeah. Like, because he's the greatest like, tennis player of all time. You like, cannot this. You cannot post about him. You cannot like content from him. Like nothing. I'm just like, what <laughs> okay. is going on, Why? man? So no, head goes through that. Where like, I'm sure even the head team felt that. Where like, yeah, like we just can't. A, we cannot promote the guy we flagship. pay the most money in who's number one and arguably the greatest tennis player of all time. We just designed. We just have to act like he doesn't exist. Yeah, that's, you have to do that. And so now the mandates are being lifted, and it's like. Oh, now, uh, now, you now he's back. Now yeah. you're back. It's bizarre. I don't know how you, people can act like this is how you're supposed to treat people, but this is just that's the thing. It's like learn how to treat people again. I, I I'm gonna like I get hot just talking about Me this. Too, like I'm fired up right now. And maybe we just leave it at learn how to treat people again, and then we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So so head goes through that. Then they go through the Sasha Zverev thing where he just starts beating <laughs> up the chair umpire's uh, chair. I mean the guys. Flexing his like ankles, like thinking he's gonna get his shin chopped off, yeah. and Zverev is like looking at him with intimidation. This is a guy who I know you guys want to bring up the archives. Yes, I defended him. I- I'm not too. defending him right now. Me like, too. I-, I I think what he just showed. If he's getting that mad over a doubles match, yeah, the call was what it was. I- you guys can say it's a bad call. Sure, what he did was unacceptable. It's weird. Like here's my take because I thought it, originally it looked like he was just trying to stand up for his partner because in doubles you want to fight. You want to get in. You, doubles is freaking it's dope. It's lit. It's totally lit. Get up, get out, like, get up for and doubles. It's, like Kyrgios and Kakanakis yeah, they yeah. put on a freaking show. Be entertaining. Do whatever you want. Right. Do not do what you do no. and try to intimidate a chair umpire and smack the chair. Like, Agreed. Like, do not act like a child. Like Get out of here with all that. Well, like, it got awkward. Like it, it was like that, it was that racket was getting really close to the. In Marcelo Melo, this is just a ta- like if you're one of his good buddies and you think this guy looks at you as a good buddy, talk to your man, dude. Yeah, like don't just let the, let him act a fool and look like a look like a clown in front of all of the world. And now it's all over the social. Media. Like step up and tell him to relax for a second. Like. I don't know the whole it situation. Many, it was too many f bombs for me to feel like it yeah. was insincere too. Too many like, f bombs. It was it like this like a, is like this is all this is all he's doing this and it's in his script in his head. So he's just dropping f bombs because it wasn't like he was, you know. Sometimes when people fire off and they're going nuts, yep. they actually bring this like interesting like Federer clarity has done of like yep. crazy. Yep. Like when you're just dropping the same thing over and it, you can't yep. f and believe that. Like, yep. It's like, dude, yep. you don't. You're not even that mad. You're just yep. putting on a show and exactly. now you're gonna break. 100%. The guy's ankle. Yep. It's time for the fine. Yep. Time for a fine. Time for a sus- suspension. They didn't. I, they didn't go. They didn't follow your. You were ready to kick him out for a whole year. I mean, I was <laughs> fired up. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm serious. Like, you cannot do that. Like, that's a terrible. Like, people are like, oh, I would watch tennis if this is what it took. No, yeah. like, guys, no, that's a bad take. And you it guys was. can take that take and burn it because that's trash. No, but, no, I liked it. I liked that you were fired up about it because, like, you, I'm a very fan, guys. Like, up. I liked I, the guy was the guy treated me with. I mean, yeah. he was great with me in Cincinnati. I thought he was. People were like telling me all these things. I liked him too because he's like, I just like the. My kids love him. My kids love the like the tank tops. But that's I'm not that, that's a mess, man. That's so, a mess. Last thing I want to talk about on the men's side. Shout out to Sitsi Pass and Lopez taking a doubles title. Everybody knows. I feel like if you're listening to the podcast, that I love watching singles guys compete in the doubles. That's just me always too. entertainment. Me too. That's what we want to see. We want to see. Rublev's doing some doubles. Exactly. 
So all the Russians are. Karatsev has done it. Uh, we've seen all those guys getting doubles. And Working. I'm, I mean, we're seeing Sinner and Tommy Paul and all these guys sign up for doubles. Felix every once in a while. I, I love it. Doubles, doubles got, like, weirdly, like, a little bit more energy right now. It does. I think it's Curious. Yep. Curious. Curious break brings kind of the brought juice. That. Now everybody wants to, like, do it because, it, like, it got so hot. Yep. On the women, so we, we, this is a this has been a fun podcast. This is a good I, I, one. I've enjoyed this one. So on the women's side, we'll, we'll go with um, so Alstapenko takes it takes the title in Dubai. She played amazing tennis. I mean, guys, watch some of those highlights. What she's come up with in, the, in that in that tournament, and then she went to the semifinals in Qatar. I mean, what a week for Alstapenko. And I, I actually was was gonna pat myself on the back a little bit on the mini break podcast. I shouted her out as uh, someone that I was gonna. That was gonna be a problem. I've, oh yeah, I've looked her up a couple times. She's too. she's 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 talented. She's yeah. She's very skilled. Um, so I thought that was she awesome. She has natural skills that are gonna beat like a bunch of girls. And then and then Svantec takes Qatar uh, against Kontave in the finals. Um, worked her over pretty well, but Kontave came in after I think back to back three setters. Legs looked a little winded there, but uh, Svantec playing amazing tennis in Qatar, and she was just when she's out there happy playing loose free tennis. And that night, that, that Asics kid is clean. And those those gel eights, she's got the the, the fiber stick. That's she's cool. just the Polish power is back, and she's uh, her confidence is picking up at an all time high. And I'm I'm happy for her because I think her her work ethic is um, next to none. Is like she she shows it. You guys can not follow as her on yoked this. as some some not, of them. Not guess. as yoked as like a, a Sakari, but uh, <laughs> still's got the pop. So no, the women's tennis game is in great. I mean, Sakari. I, I watched Sakari watch and Coco. How how was that from a physicality standpoint? Were those girls throw, throwing everything at each other's long yeah. ball rallies? Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned to me like I didn't get to watch that match live. I just I, I think that like Coco like like she, maybe she like getting a little. Sakari can just kind of when she's firing. Yeah, when she's firing, I don't know how you beat her. Yep. I mean her on her front foot, she's dangerous. Yeah, she's got a lot of like just kind of push people around. But Coco tennis. Coco. I like Coco's forehand is still. We're we're two or three years into this. I mean, I know she's. I mean, guys, she's super young. The 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 future is very bright. But her forehand is just not quite as clean as Mm-mm. it needs to be Mm-mm. in the big moments. And it's the, a little and clunky. And it's the same thing with like Corda. Not to like go back mm-hmm. to guys' You're tennis, right. but it's just For like sure. there's just like this low energy. Like, yep. Not that you have to like get too emotional and like kill yourself that way but like there's just like you're just you're you're playing it too you're playing it too chill yep and she beat Bedosa so I mean a huge win for her to beat Paul Bedosa that's a that's a big lift for her in the beginning of this yeah. this year yeah and that's a big confidence builder but I just feel like when it when it gets closer to crunch time in, in these these big events I mean she's you gotta only, get up you gotta yeah. get up you, you gotta, guys, go, you gotta, you gotta go after somebody and yep. fighting their weakness and just fire at it and not yep. just completely her plan A, she can defend. She's super athletic, so fast. That can be that's a secondary game plan. Use totally. your athleticism. Yeah. Get on your front foot. You're so strong. You're so free flowing, athletic. Like use that and push these girls around the court. But attack Sakari, Sakari. Sakari's obviously one of the tougher opponents to push that's around a, the court. Oh, absolutely. And she's so yoked up. I mean, she, she is so she, freaking her, dude, her, strong. Physically, like, she is a specimen. But she's also like five foot what? Three? Five foot four? Nah, she's got to be taller than that, doesn't she? She like looks five, so six? short. Maybe she's five six. Five like, six. Maybe. Coco's bigger than her. For sure. No, uh, yeah. You got to just go Coco's out. pretty tall. I mean, she's five nine, five ten. Yeah, coming in the net. Lob that yep. girl. And, and, and Coco's overheads are so like. Yeah, smoke her on that. She's cracking overheads like. When, for me, when I'm watching the WTA, yeah. it's like yeah. when the girl has an overhead that she trusts, 
and a swinging volley that she trusts. Those two shots, that combination, like Barty. Barty loves Barty. the swinging volley. Uh, bang. That's, dude, that, that that's is my that, – I like watching her. I'll watch her. Barty's like you were saying earlier, like what, 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 who would you watch tennis-wise? Mm-hmm. It's like Medvedev, Rublev, Nadal, obviously. Yep. Brooksby because he's American. Barty, Sakari just because she's jacked and yep. just can throw people around. Like, but like that's like Barty. Like, I put Barty. Right I like there. watching Contevate too. That's oh, that's yeah. another one. I'm, I I tune into her matches. I don't know. Svetlana. Elena Svetlina. Elena Elena Svetlina. Svetlina. She's Elena Monfils nowadays. I think that's another one that you just shot another blade user like yourself. Like, um, dude, it's all over the place. Svetlina's a, a lot of fun to watch, and it's yeah. The women's the game. Blade the women's is game is everywhere. so deep. <laughs> The Wilson Blade is everywhere. I I think the Wilson Blade and the Hyper Hyper G string from Selenko are like that combination is something I see so often. It's it's pretty it's pretty incredible. Yep. yep. But no, guys, it's been an awesome uh, start to the 2022 campaign of on on both sides of the tour. College tennis is is alive and well. Shout out to the TCU Horn Frogs Heck for yeah. taking the indoors nationals. They upset Ohio State, then they go and beat Tennessee in the final. I mean, Ohio State's shirts look sweet though. Not not the like I know that suck, but like, <laughs> you're a big Buckeye. I like the like the stripes. Like I thought that looked good. <laughs> no, it did. It pr- did. I think that was cool that TCU because like I started following them because of Cam Nori and you. Yep. Um, Cam Nori, baby, he was. That's but the crazy Buckeye, the Buckeye, player. the Buckeye tennis is pretty no, pretty cool to be an Ohio person to have Buckeye sure. tennis out there talking to like Pepperdine. I saw Brad Gilbert like Pepperdine, UCLA, and it's like, yeah. huh. TCU wins it though. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so college tennis is, is um I mean I'm I'm all in on that format obviously. It's just like how can you not be? Like yeah. when when you're playing three all TCU versus Ohio State, you're at three all and you're playing to clinch the, the match to go to the finals and you got eight to nine to ten guys on the sideline on each side with these chants. The atmosphere is it's fire. Insane. They're I mean, these guys are throwing everything. I mean, it's just you feel it. The on, pressure is real. The pressure is real. And it's you, like I think like Sorry, but like no, I, I, go, it's totally talk real. About it. I just I'm not like a big tennis. Like my my uncle played Ohio State, big fan. My dad played college tennis. You played college tennis, and like didn't realize how how dripping that is. Mm-hmm. It's so real. It's, it's just so, like, like that's got, why tennis is supposed to be played. Like yep. we need that drama. Like all like the player the player and the coach yep. having that connection throughout the match. Not like I love it. Like I think it's what gets these players to play at the highest level for as long as they can. Is like. Some some coaches know their player. They don't need any coaching. They don't want any coaching. Right. But the players that do, they're the, it's there for them, and they can get it, and they can have that human interaction like you do in every other sport. I'm I'm a big proponent of that. So different too in tennis. If you had someone just sit there, chat at you up, and be like, just grind this person out, like mm-hmm. stop doing what you're doing and do this. Like how different that is in tennis. Because sometimes you just go out there and you just mindlessly just start banging. Yep. It's just I don't know. It's no, just so neat. It was so cracked rackets. Incredible job on the broadcast there. Appreciate you, what you guys have done for, for college tennis and tennis in general. Is, that's what tennis needs is, like, give the spotlight to these kids. They work their tails off. They need it. We need to, It needs to be streamed. We need to be able to tune in to every court. They were moving around, panning from court to court. We got to see all of it. I would um, love to watch it way more and, like, if it was built up. Me and you were going to get to some of these matches okay. real soon. Let's I mean, that's, it. there's you chalk of that up. So, um, outside of that, guys, very excited. Tennis Point has signed the Zach Thomas, the foot doctor on YouTube. He's on Instagram as well, TikTok. He's he's big time. You were saying that he wants to get the head shoes, yeah. or no, the Yonex shoes. No, yeah, both. or head shoes. But the head the head revolt 4.0s is like a shoe that I was like I'm not I have not seen head come up with the goods yet as far as footwear. 
But the Henry Vault 4.0, um, I think we're going to be surprised. But the Foot Doctor's got the best insights on all shoes, and he's been saying that like this is supposed yeah. to be a, a, a big time shoe. So I'm, I'm interested to, to see his review on those. Guys, check him out on YouTube. I'm telling you what, if you guys have any questions on any shoe, that guy's got everything up up top. I mean, he's a, he's a legit podiatrist, and he's running in his own practice. Former college tennis player. He's got his own channel just breaking down. He'll go comparison, like a head-to-head type of shoe thing. He cuts the shoes in half. He does all these tests, jump tests, um, shuffle tests, like, and he's using a, like a drill bit thing to see like how much intensity these the rubber outsoles can handle. All of it is, is awesome. So check him out. He's an, an ambassador for us now. If you guys want to be an ambassador for Tennis Point, reach out to us on Instagram. Message us. We have a new affiliation with Indie.com, which lets you guys sell any of any of our uh, on-court apparel or, or equipment. And it's an op- awesome opportunity, especially for the college players, junior players. You guys get commission on what you guys sell, so that's pretty cool stuff. We're excited about that. Especially if it works really well. Exactly. And it's, Obviously. It's, the I'll first go, two I'll weeks, it's been working. I'll buy the stuff you're wearing. Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, guys, have a great weekend. Um, happy Sunday. And we will be talking to you guys soon.